Welcome to Here at Haas. All right. So what are we doing again? So someone was asking me about this earlier. What is the point of this call? Like, what is the objective? And I was thinking about it. And I was like, actually, I wonder if the objective is more for us than anything else. Because I was thinking, one, it'll force us as a team to like take a step back and think through what we accomplished that month, right? Like who did we interview? What Mm. were the big takeaways? And then the other thing is I think it will give us all good practice to get to a point where we're on an interview and we're having like this conversational vibe versus I know for me, it takes me like a few minutes just to open up and like hit my rhythm. And so I'm hoping the more I get used to like thinking of interviews like this and it's being recorded and like listening to it, I think it will be helpful in that. So one, the reflection to like forcing us to think if we're going to do this every month, what what are the things we're going to build into our interviews to make this more interesting? And then Mm. three, just like practice of talking while recording, doing more editing, anything like that. I think you're absolutely right. It's a great platform for, for us to practice speaking as well. Because there's somewhere in between of speaking like I, how I just spoke, like rambling off and like stumbling over myself to being overly deliberate and pausing too much. Paulina Lee. It takes me a couple times. Okay. You got it. You can practice that. Arvin Mommy Donuts rolls off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Should be like the hardest name, right? <laughs> oh my God. Tongue twister. That's why. But I'll tell you actually why. Actually, there's a reason, Arvin, because my wife's name is Minkwan Wawatana. And so I have this like, this Ghana Wawatana, like, you know. No, I was like, oh my God, Sean says my name so perfectly <laughs> and makes me feel so happy. <laughs> Recapping this week, I think that was one of our wins this week was definitely having that conversation with my Caden. Our team had a meeting with uh, a new hosting service called Red Circle, which was introduced to me by a venture capitalist who invests in that company. And so I had my doubts going in. And I told, remember telling Paulina this was that I hate free stuff because free either means it's not good quality or they're not paying their employees to provide you service or they might not be around in a year because their business model isn't smart or savvy. And Paulina pushed us to go have this conversation with Red Circle. And uh, we were supposed to meet with like a salesperson, right, from their team. But we ended up like getting the CEO of the company on this call for, mind you, like this non-existent podcast of ours. Mike Caden is like the nicest guy in the world. We had this call with him that was supposed to be like 15 minutes in my books. But I was so pulled into this call that we ended up doing it for like, I think, 45 minutes mm-hmm. where he just sold us on the value proposition of Red Circle. And then we had a bunch of questions back to him as to like, all right, well, your service hosting is free, great. But you know, what are the values that you're providing for podcasters who want to host in your service? And Arvind was asking some questions relating to basically uh, data, right? Yeah, I was asking about analytics and what does uh, what Red Circle's roadmap were, uh, for analytics was. And that's where I jumped in. <laughs> What other ones do we have this week? I love the financial modeling. Yeah, we did a quick financial modeling session with the with the team. That was exciting. I think you guys definitely saved me time on that because my brain was so dead. Like I can build it, but just like the inputs and the baby crying. 
<laughs> all these things, just, you know. And then we had our um, first here at Haas episode, official first here at Haas episode go out. Mm-hmm. That EP one was great. Uh, <laughs> so you're thinking about pulling that and re-editing? Yeah. Not pulling it. I'll just re-edit and re-upload. Re- and re-upload. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking, when you said that, I was thinking back to, um, let me think, it's Marketplace um, with Kai Rizdal. He mm-hmm. samples these interviews that he does with CEOs during Marketplace, right? Which is like 30-minute daily podcast. And then he will still upload the full interview elsewhere. Really? Um, on a separate podcast. So he's oh. cross-promoting two podcasts. He has one where it's obviously Marketplace, where he's the main host, but that's like a full team. And then he'll sample bits, call it, you know, 30 seconds to a minute or two of the CEO that he's talking to that's relevant to that day's topics, whatever. And then he'll be like, if you want to hear the full interview, you know, check it out. Are you suggesting because podcast hosting is free that we launch a behind the scenes <laughs> yeah. podcast show? I don't I don't know what I'm suggesting. I think I was thinking like in my head and probably I mean narcissistically I just love the sound of my own voice. So I don't want you to cut our episode. I'm very offended. I'm just, I'm no, I'm just kidding. Point is <laughs> I'm just like, silence like, and then narrate. us talking and laughing and then just silence. <laughs> I think there are two types of people, right? I think there are people that are like, I don't have time for this. Like I just want to get to the meat. And then there are people who like myself, who just like love the context and love the little stories. I guess I'm trying to solve for a way to provide both where if we have the episode page, here's the pithy and short version. Here's the 20 to 30 minutes. And hey, if you really like this one, we added an extra 40 minutes on. I don't know if anyone would listen to it. Also, I think it's, you know, we have the perspective, we know each other, right? So I think just knowing the guest or knowing the host also, it's kind of hard to separate yourself and just got to be aware that we have maybe a bias towards hearing each other's like behind the scenes behind the stories totally. whereas if a prospective student or someone who doesn't know you guys or us then they hear it they might just want the you know cut and dry version mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm just trying to keep up with sean i literally have told so many people this past week because i learned this past week that sean consumes a, a book a week and that is either, I think, primarily through Audible, it sounds like, as days, well yeah. as reading. And I was just like, damn, I keep coming up with these excuses of why I don't have time to read. But it has inspired me. Like, I have blocked 30 minutes in my morning to journal, and then I read, and then I start work. That's what I'm trying to do. And I also checked my stats today after I was journaling about this that, like, I spend, it's embarrassing, I spend like 30 to 40 minutes on Instagram every day. And God, what a time suck. <laughs> well, so I mean, I'm like, well, there's my 30 minutes right there that I could be reading instead of looking at people's stories. So I won't, I won't lie. Like once in a while, I do miss Instagram. I just never installed it when I upgraded my phone back in November. And uh, it was just a just personal social experiment to see how I would fare. I will say I do feel a little bit more disconnected from my friends who I used to purely keep up with on Instagram, like with each other, like we would, you know, just DM each other and and see each other's stories and things like that. And yeah. now it's like, I really have no fucking clue what they're up to. Um, and, you know, they're busy and they're just like, and, and 
this is an interesting thing. It's like I'm afraid to ask him too. Like, what's up? Well, I think to your point, there's we can definitely find an in between space, though, right? Yeah. I mean, we all waste time on things, right? Whether it's Instagram or Facebook or Hinge or you know any other app. There's, I guess, one thing I think that I was listening to a podcast on. I think on productivity was that it's hard to be on all the time, even for Sean and Paulina, probably. And so if you're not using that 30, 40 minutes to check Instagram, you know, you might want to meditate or do something like that. But if you apply that to something that's also productive, it might just it make you burn out. And so I think that's just one thing to, I don't know. I think uh, basically it's just taking like a mental break once in a while. It's a very salient point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love what you're saying, Gray. <clears throat> It's also like, I think creativity stems from like boredom and having that space. Mm-hmm. Sure. If you're not, if you're like just being productive all the time, mm-hmm. it's hard. There's actually a, a book that um, I read. It's called A Mind for Numbers. It talks about exactly this thing where you have like a focus state and then you have this diffuse state mm-hmm. and it's it's an ebb and flow. And actually that idea is very much in sync with the uh, productivity class that I took where you had this ultradian um, rhythm. Uh, that's why you hit your low point at you know 2 p.m., which is supposed to be your like deepest sleep at 2 a.m. Because day and night it's just synced to this 90-minute cycle. And I realized like do the focus stuff when you're peaking and your energy levels and motivation focus. But then when you're when you're just down in the day and the trough, just do this yeah. diffuse thinking. I think Adam Grant wrote a book on that, right? About like the periods of times and what kind of activities you should do during that time. Like morning, you should do like focused work. In the afternoons, it's administrative work. And towards the evening, it's like creative work. It depends on your chronotype. I think what you just described is for morning people. Yeah. But I found during this SIP, I'm like an evening person. So in the morning, I would usually just do like admin stuff, like check emails, you know, put out fires. There is a rhythm that you go through. And during periods, like right now in the shelter in place, I take like a freaking siesta during the day when I don't have anything. I take a siesta every day. Power nap, 20 (laughs) 20 minutes. Amazing, guys. All right. The last big win was the Manish episode, the One House podcast for the alumni conference. The episode isn't perfect, but I'm getting really good feedback on it from the um, from the VC who listened to it. She was like, "It's better than like 99% of podcasts out there." I was like, "Oh, whoa! This is this is like that's a huge compliment, right?" Mm-hmm. And then the school, like the alumni office, they loved it. But my best friend who listened to it, he like fucking tore it apart. He's like, "This is somewhere in between amateur hour and wannabe pro." <laughs> <laughs> But it's good though. You need friends like that. I know. He's one of my oldest, you know, friends and business partner on like multiple businesses. And he was like, dude, I'm just gonna lay it to you like straight. Like, dude, I don't know what you're doing here, but it sounds like you're trying to be professional, but you're trying really hard to be professional. And I was like, I am trying really hard to be professional. <laughs> it's literally me like trying to hack through this episode. Like, all right, how can I make this sound like NPR? Uh, I'm going to narrate what he just said just so that I can narrate something. (laughs) Like literally, that's how it went. And then just to tell people, share with people how this episode came about. I did put like 12, solid 12, 14 hours in this episode, this 30 minute episode. Oh, and then he was like, let me take a crack at editing out the the ums and ahs. I was like, I already edited out 
most of the ums and ahs. It's, I spent like eight hours doing that, but you know, you can't cut every single one out, right? Right. Like some pauses are natural and, and, and pensive for thought. This morning, I listened to a Freakonomics podcast. You guys know that one? Mm -hmm. So it sounded very similar in format. And I think that's a great win for us, for you, Sean, because with the Freakonomics podcast, they do narration. At first, it was a little weird, I have to admit, because I thought it would be you know, similar to the other interviews that you've done and that we've done. But actually, it made a lot of sense, especially because Manish, he graduated in 95. The world was a lot different back then. So giving that context is immensely helpful for students of today. But yeah, that was a huge learning lesson that I've learned over the past two years and, and especially working with you guys, like to not take some of the things I've learned for granted. It's like, I think my DJ skills definitely came into play here. It was like, I know what music I need for what mood, right? And the moment I find it, I just, I get it. Like literally, I thought it would take me like four hours to find the music to overlay the episode. It took me like 20 minutes and it's not perfect, but you know, it's, it's like, I was just surprised how quickly I was able to put it together. I think that's another win was we finalized our music this week. Yeah, it sounds great. I, I just listened to the podcast that you did, Paulina, today. And I played it and I heard music. And I was like, wow, this is already in. And it sounds great. Thanks for tuning in to our first episode of Monthly Musings, a behind-the-scenes series about what we're learning on our journey and the challenges and wins we're facing. You just heard from the Here at Haas team, Sean, Arvin, Ray, and myself, Paulina. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episodes coming this month, and please leave us a rating and review. And if you like what you're hearing, please share this out with your fellow bears.